Have you heard of Nordic Knots? The Scandinavian rug company that has become the insider brand gracing some of the most beautiful homes around the world? With rug designs by some of the world's leading designers and a signature collection of wool and jute rugs in modern colors? But Nordic Knots is not just about great design. Their mission is to make quality rugs that last, with no compromises. Goodweave certified, handmade pieces woven in all natural materials. At NordicKnots.com, it's easy to find a rug that's just right. A curated collection in lots of colors and sizes to choose from. Even custom sizes are possible. So, whether you're the type who loves the understated elegance of their luxury essentials or the bold statements from their top designer collaborations, you can't really go wrong. Oh, and don't tell anyone, but right now, you can get a free sample with the code INNERCIRCLE. NordicKnots.com Everybody, talking season continues with our Power Five Conference predictions. Today, the SEC, the strongest conference in the country when it comes to college football. We gathered voters across the SEC and our national team at 24-7 Sports. 32 writers chimed in, and these are the results in the SEC. I'm Brandon Marcello, 24-7 Sports National College Football reporter, and here we go. East Division in the SEC, number one, Georgia, 31st place votes, Florida, second, but had two first place votes, interestingly. This was a division that a lot of people are expecting Georgia to kind of run away with, and yet uh, Florida is still getting some love there and actually finished pretty close to Georgia in the standings here in these predictions among our 32 riders. Number three is Kentucky, just eking out by six points, Missouri, Missouri at number four, Number five, Tennessee. Number six, South Carolina. Number seven, Vanderbilt. I do find some of these results very interesting, and I disagree with a couple of them, though for the most part, this is kind of what you're going to see in preseason magazines and other preseason polls. Let's just start at the top here and go quickly through this list. JT Daniels returning at Georgia is huge. Big-time quarterback. We saw what he was able to do in the last four to five games last season when he fin- they finally decided to play him at Georgia for whatever reason. They kept him on the bench early in the season, whether it was the knee injury or what. They finally got him out there, and boy, did Georgia look different offensively. This is a team, as I have said before, this is a Georgia team that should beat everybody on their schedule other than Clemson in the season opener by double digits. Not to say they won't beat Clemson. They'll probably beat Clemson. But they should beat everybody on that schedule in the SEC East by double digits. Georgia should run away with the East and be in the SEC championship game. Too much talent. This is the window at Georgia. This is the window this year to win a national championship at Georgia. I'm not sure that the window's open next season. I said last year in 2020 that the window for Florida to win the SEC East was in 2020. And that happened. The window's closed for Florida. The window's back open for Georgia not only to win the SEC East, but to finally win that national championship for the first time in 40-plus years. This is the year to do it. Number three is Kentucky. I'm not too surprised with that, though. I think we're overselling Kentucky a little bit. I don't know if Will Levis is going to be the answer at quarterback after transferring from Penn State. Anybody that gets beat out by Sean Clifford at quarterback you know, at Penn State worries me. But to get 
Nebraska wide receiver Wendell Robinson in as a transfer to add some add some pieces there, but they're switching to kind of a different offensive scheme. It won't be too different, but they're switching with offensive coordinators there. They're going to have to lean on that running game once again. I'm just not sure this is the third best team in the East. Missouri at number four, I agree with that. Eli Drinkowitz got that offense finally sparked and got going a little bit. That defense, though, might end up being one of the bottom four defenses in the SEC this season. Tennessee, goodness gracious, what, what, a, what a dumpster fire that's been, as we all know. Josh Heupel, a fantastic coach, hired away from UCF to take over that program. I, this th- this is going to be a four to five year rebuild, and you're going to be very patient if you're a Tennessee fan. And I don't know if you want to be, but way too many players transferred out, including at linebacker, as we all know. They're going to be better at quarterback, I think, with Hendon Hooker if he ends up being the guy. But other than that, I don't have much faith in every, anything else. I think the offense will look better, but that defense is going to be middling. And this is a team that maybe finishes around 500. South Carolina at six. Not too surprising there. This might be this might be worse. This might be a worse team compared to last year. Even this might be their worst team of this of this uh, I guess century since two thousand. Luke Doty, I mean quarterback, he'll be okay. But to me, South Carolina under Shane Beamer on a first year coach, same Shane Beamer, it's going to be a three year recruiting rebuilding job, not just a rebuilding job, but a three year recruiting real rebuilding job and. Beamer, I think, is the guy to do that in recruiting. We're not going to see results here for a few more years. Vanderbilt at number seven, no surprise there. Uh, winless last season in the SEC, and uh, I, they improved this year, get a win or two, obviously, with a non-conference schedule, but there's not much to write home there. And, and listen, Clark Lee needs several years to rebuild that thing, and I don't know if rebuilding Vanderbilt is necessarily – Winning nine games, as we saw under James Franklin, I think rebuilding for Vanderbilt and their ceiling at this point is probably winning seven games in the next five years. West Division time. Surprise, surprise. Defending national champion Alabama is number one. They received all 32 votes to finish number one in the SEC West. Number two, Texas A&M. Number three, LSU. Uh, A tight battle there between A&M and LSU for the number two spot in the West. No surprise there. Number four, this was a little bit surprising to me. And this is how all the preseason polls are going to look, but this is surprising to me, and I'll explain here later. Ole Miss, number four. Number five, Auburn, under first-year coach Brian Harson, Number six, Arkansas, under second-year coach um, Sam Pittman. Number seven, Mississippi State, under second-year coach Mike Leach. So Alabama, we all know what they've got. They've got to replace a lot of weapons offensively. Um, Bryce Young steps in, steps in at quarterback. The big question is going to be who steps up at receiver with Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddell uh, gone. I think John Mechie is going to be just fine there. Uh, Aggie Hall is going to be fine. And that defense is going to improve a little bit more off of last season. And last season's defense improved off the 2019 version. I think they take a similar step in 2021. Will Anderson coming off the edge and Malachi Moore at, at corner. They're, they're going to be pretty good. They're going to be salty defensively. Uh, Alabama wins the West going away. Texas A&M, they are stacked, guys. That that talent in, in College Station is formidable. This is a talent base that should be able to win the SEC in the next four years. I'll say that right now. Within the next four years, Texas A&M wins an SEC championship. They're going to catch Alabama at some point, much like Auburn did every now and again, like every four or five years under Gus Malzahn. Texas A&M's at that point right now, which I'm under Jimbo Fisher, and they might actually be more talented than any of those Auburn teams were that won the SEC during Gus Malzahn's time there. Isaiah Spiller, a fantastic player. I love that running back room, the, the speed they've got there. Um, the big question for me, obviously, is a quarterback with Haynes, Haynes King and Zach Calzada. Who wins that? I think it'll be, end up being King. Um, but the receiving game and just as a 
really it's the by design. It's the design of the Jimbo Fisher offense. You don't have game-breaking receivers that can really stretch the field vertically. And that's what you need nowadays in college football. We see it with LSU in 2019, Alabama in 2020. You got to have offenses that stretch the field. A&M's offense, they don't really do that by design. They've got the playmakers potentially to do that, but they don't really utilize them in that, that essence. So I wonder if they're going to be able to break games open and do that this season. But by design, that offense just doesn't stretch the field. And that can, I think that kind of holds Texas A&M back this season. I think they're going to finish second as well. Uh, LSU at number three, LSU's talent base, much like A&M, they should be a top 10 team every single season. They have top 10 uh, talent this year. I think Miles Brain will end up being the quarterback there. They've got fantastic corners there, led by Derek Stingley, probably the best cornerback room, maybe the top five cornerback room in the nation right now. Their, their offensive and defensive fronts will be just fine. This is a team that should challenge for the number two spot and should win nine games this year. Uh, number three, as I said, was LSU. Number four, Ole Miss right behind them. I think we're overselling Ole Miss here. I think we've fallen in love with Lane Kiffin. I do think he's a great coach, especially particularly on offense, as we all know. But I think we're overselling them. Mackerel, great quarterback. Mackerel's a great quarterback. He'll probably get first-team nods, second-team nods, depending on what, what, what preseason poll you look at in the SEC. But – he loses Elijah Moore at receiver. I, I wonder if Jacor Pearson, the Western Kentucky transfer, is a guy who could step in and pick up that slack. I'm not so certain. I think Ole Miss maybe is a spot or two too high in these rankings. I think Ole Miss should probably be fifth or sixth. Number five, Auburn. Not too surprising. I think Auburn, that's probably about where they should be. The defense is not going to be great as it was like two years ago. It'll be just above average, in my opinion. I, I don't think they're going to be able to lean on that defense. The huge issue for them is receiver. They don't have any receivers with much experience, let alone game-breaking experience. They lose their top three receivers from last season. Bo Nix at quarterback. They got to find a way to make him successful. And by doing that, they need to get the ball out of his hands quickly. We saw in spring practice, they did that a little bit in their spring game, getting the ball out of his hands quickly, not making him think too much um, as he tends to do back there behind his offensive line. He thinks there's a rush coming when it's not there. That's a good idea. But also, they need to lean on Tank Bigsby. He's probably the best running back in the SEC. They need to lean on that running game, mix things up, get those tight ends involved, and heck, line up under center on offense. And maybe Auburn finishes, say, fourth or maybe even third in the SEC West if they do that. Otherwise, I think fifth is about the right spot. Arkansas, not surprising here at sixth, um, though I th was, was kind of surprised that maybe they weren't seventh. But here's the thing, separating Arkansas and Mississippi State, only two points in our survey. So a team that very well could have finished seventh with another vote or two. Uh, they get K.J. Jefferson, a quarterback. He replaces Felipe Franks. Traylon Burks, one of the best receivers in the country, probably a top three receiver, probably top two receiver, honestly, in the SEC. That defense, though, is going to be salty this year. There's going to be some issues maybe with pass rush, but their their coverage unit is so good that it's going to keep them in games in this pass-heavy SEC. And Barry Odom deserves a lot of credit for what they're doing there on defense. The former Mizzou coach, now defensive coordinator at Arkansas. They were pretty good defensively. They improved last season. I think they improved a little bit more. They've got a lot of pieces back. Arkansas could be a team that maybe battles for fifth or fourth instead of being sixth or seventh place in the SEC West. And then last place, I think we're underselling Mississippi State here. Second year under Mike Leach. They lost a lot of players from the transfer portal. They left. They didn't fit Mike Leach's scheme, so to speak. It's going to be Jack Abraham or Will Rogers at quarterback, but the transfer portal giveth and it taketh away and i think for mississippi state they improved as a team through the transfer portal they got a handful of like four-star legit receivers out of the transfer portal and also through their high school recruiting class 
this is an offense that's going to improve. It's not going to look as one-dimensional as it was last. I mean, it's always going to be one-dimensional with Mike Leach throwing the ball, but they couldn't really do anything underneath. They really struggled checking down, doing things, and that was just the, the lack of uh, experience in that Mike Leach air raid offense. That improves this season. The running game will be fine. The defense will be just fine. It'll be, it'll be good. Big question, though, is that offensive line. That unit is really going to struggle. All right, moving down. Uh, SEC champion, no surprise, Alabama, 27 of the 32 votes. Georgia got five votes. SEC player of the year, a little bit surprising here to me, Matt Corral, uh, the quarterback at Ole Miss, got 11 votes. Second was JT Daniels, the quarterback at Georgia. Third was Bryce Young, the quarterback at Alabama. I think Daniels or Young will end up winning the SEC player of the year. SEC coach of the year, surprise to me, Kirby Smart with 10 votes. If Kirby Smart gets Kirby Smart gets SEC coach of the year, it means they won the SEC. So I'm not certain you should vote for Kirby Smart if that if your expectation is Georgia doesn't win the SEC. But yet Kirby Smart picked up 10 votes uh, as as coach of the year, but his team only picked up five votes to win the SEC. I think Smart only wins that SEC coach of the year if he wins the SEC. Saban with seven, Mark Stoops with four, Jimbo Fisher with three. Jimbo Fisher's probably my pick to be the SEC coach of the year. I think they're going to be very not only very good but a very clear number two behind. Alabama in the SEC this year. SEC game of the year, Alabama at Texas A&M. What a scene that's going to be. Finally, full capacity. Potentially, I think, the top two teams in the SEC. Not just in the SEC West, but the top two teams in the SEC. Second, LSU at Alabama with five votes. And then Ole Miss, Alabama, and Georgia, Florida with four votes. But I think this is a pretty good poll. What do you guys think? Make sure to leave a comment on our stories at 247sports.com. Listen to our podcast as well. Check out our videos. Again, only at 247sports.com. winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex oh heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived spring spring is here which means it's the perfect time to get away in the hyundai you've always wanted visit the hyundai getaway sales event where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning hyundai models like the tech-filled tucson and kona as well as the spacious palisade enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with america's best warranty and three years or thirty-six thousand miles of complimentary maintenance but hurry in these deals won't last add more joy to your journey at the hyundai getaway sales event now get zero percent apr or up to fifteen hundred bonus cash on the hyundai tucson now during the hyundai getaway sales event offers end soon call 562-314-4603 for details